Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Morning is off to a good start. I'm grateful to be here. Can't complain. <laughs> you look like you're floating. I'm always floating. I'm always floating. I'm always high. I'm always, I'm always in good spirits. So. You're always high. I love that. Wake and bake. <laughs> wake, wake and bake. Yeah, wake yeah. and baking is, oh my God, was my go-to. I can't do it on the weekdays, but mm -hmm. weekends, it always helps after a night out. It always helps to just set your intentions right for the day. So A night out. I, yeah, I hear that. Um to get rid of hangovers you know it's a it's an old cure you know it is well i didn't know that <laughs> but it helps you know what my cure for hangovers are what are it's fuck 100 percent. 100 percent. if you can't get it if you can't get homemade you gotta go to an OG spot. There's some families making it at a restaurant or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, pure collagen. <laughs> pure collagen. I mean, yeah, like you'll find a hair or two in there. Pure <laughs> collagen. Yeah, that's that's literally the the best way to intake collagen and it's pure sport. <laughs> it's called authenticity. Exactly. And I vouch I, I vouch for that as a Vietnamese person. <laughs> as a Vietnamese per well I mean I'm not Vietnamese but like <laughs> I I get Vietnamese food every every week it's kind of wild I'm you are I, Vietnamese yeah <laughs> you know that's funny that you say that actually because like I yeah I get Bon Mies once a week and I get pho once a week I mean it's slowing down now because I don't want it to like take over and I don't want to be Getting let it take it. you over let it take you over. yeah okay you know what i'm gonna let it take me <laughs> let over, it take you know? yeah, yeah 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 i i like that i like that <laughs> but what's so funny is that another friend of mine who's white and like had like was hanging out with us like asian friends and she's the only white person we like cooked up like all this like asian dinner and she's like i'm i'm basically asian right like now that i'm just like i don't know how that i don't i don't think like i don't know how we, I think we can go that way you know what i'm saying it's like yeah no Asian card there, but <laughs> I think it's pretty impressive, especially if they know how to make pho or like, it, I think there's a difference when you eat a lot of something, but when you know how to make it or like, I don't know, really listen to the ingredients. Like, I, cause I know some people make pho, but it'll just be like, especially with chicken pho, like they'll just simmer chicken for an hour and call it pho. <laughs> But that's no, my mom would get so mad at that. That sounds that just sounds like chicken noodle soup, you know, exactly. at that point. Exactly. The broth. The knockoff. Uh... The knockoff. Uh, yeah. That. Why haven't we seen Campbell's pho? I don't know. The collaboration needs to happen, though. I think Campbell's <laughs> needs to step up their game like every other ordinary brand. <laughs> they can make it happen. They can. Campbell's, totally if you're listening, make pho. Yeah, because, you know, hers have done so many, like, crazy chips, I'm sure. Yes. Have you ever had the ketchup chips? I have. What are you, what's your opinion? Yo, bomb. I don't care what anyone says. They're, They're bomb. bomb, right? Okay. That's, that's a pass for you. <laughs> Yo, there is no, there's no such thing as a nasty chip, in my opinion. Hmm. 
There are, but like, mm. you know, like I'm a chip fan. So I I that's why I don't stock my house with chips. Because like That's why you don't. Yeah, because I'm I'm a snacker and I just feel like if there were I don't smoke weed anymore, but if I did, it'd be over. Oh no, it's it's been over for me. Like I'm also a snacker. Me and my other stoner friend is also a snacker. Her house is always stacked, stocked with chips. Specifically those like pop do you know popcorners like mm-hmm. the kettle <laughs> the kettle corn you addicting flavor <laughs> they're so addicting and when you're baked it's just like no consciousness and just pleasure <laughs> they would bring that on airplanes like airplanes you said i don't know if they still have popcorners as like snacks but i was just like damn y'all are stepping up oh we they got it you know we're <laughs> we're high on this plane that's right Oh my gosh. Yeah. I the only thing I've ever gotten off a plane is those those lotus biscuits, I think they're called. Biscoff. There's mm. cookies, which are those are the best. Those There's the best they're things. so good. And it's funny because they say cookies. They don't say specifically say like what they are. They're like, do you want chips, cookies, uh something else? Yeah, Cheese sodas. Crackers. Yeah, sodas. And you're like, okay, like cookies. And it's like the Biscoff cookies. The best. Um, <laughs> they People have stepped it up. The airplane game has stepped it up. They have. I am, I don't, I don't fly often, but I am flying next week and I'm going to be really excited for any of the snacks on the plane. Why don't you fly often? Are you afraid of airplanes? No, I'm not afraid. I also, I don't know. I just haven't. I'm a terrible planner. I never really think that far ahead in my year in terms of traveling. Mm-hmm. But I think that 2023 is going to be that year where I do travel more often. Um, but I mean, with the pandemic, I didn't really fly at all. Sure. My family is like very concentrated on the East Coast. Right. Um, I don't know. I also... <laughs> All of my friends are mad at me. There's actually a reason why I don't travel. I don't have my passport. <laughs> I don't like fly overseas often. No. I fly like within the United States sometimes, but right. really not significant. But yeah. So you're not going to Vietnam anytime soon? I actually am going in August. <laughs> I'm going in August. I'm going to see my family there. It's been like more than a decade since I've I've been there, but I think it's time for me to go back to the motherland. We love the motherland. Yes, yes, we do. I that sounds amazing. I love that. I love this for you. Um, can you speak Vietnamese? I do. Yes, I can speak. Yeah. Jealous. What's your motherland? What's your where's your motherland? I'm from Malaysia. Oh, nice, nice. I plan on going there this year too. When? Probably in in August, I'm, I might go to Thailand to um, record some music, and while I'm there, I'll just like fly over to Malaysia at the same time. Wow, I'm thinking about going to Thailand too, so maybe I'll see you. Yeah, let's link and build. <laughs> let's, let's link and build. Let's link and build, fam. <laughs> let's That's link and build a uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you were in Malaysia? Since I was, I went twice when I was a teenager. Oh wow! Yeah, so same been, basically. Yeah, like, I haven't been since I was like a teenager, or, like infant. <laughs> I know, and it's kind of funny because like we'll just go over there and we're just gonna ball. What do you guys want? What do you guys want? I got American <laughs> dollars. 
<laughs> yeah, blah, they can go far. Yeah. I yeah, I really miss buy the bar out. It's I don't know. I, I just want to drink on the streets, eat street food. Same street food. Eat fall for breakfast. Like that is like so common there. My fam I'm going with my parents too. We're we're gonna be visiting family for my grandmother's death anniversary, but it's gonna be a very joy joyful and beautiful reunion. But I just know Asian people just love to especially when it comes to like death even like we celebrate we celebrate life we celebrate death we celebrate we just celebrate family and <laughs> we love that Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire where we talk about your main gig then we talk about your side hustle. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WMH and Desire is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Eileen Tran is a Vietnamese American visual designer and creative coder and based in Philadelphia VA and the creative director of Intersectional Environmentalist. Eileen is keeping John alive with the IG name as Eileen John. We hope this never changes. Eileen also enjoys ASMR, community building, and techno music, all in which we do too. Some say my voice is ASMR to their ears. You are now tuning in to an ASMR podcast. Please welcome Eileen Tran to wear many hats. Yes, this is now an ASMR podcast. Yes, Thank it is. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks I'm keeping, coming. I'm going to keep the John in my name. It's always been in my name. To all our listeners out there, what is John? John is any, anything, any person, every, any inanimate object, any thought, any illusion, <laughs> like any, anything you want to refer to that it doesn't come right in your head. You just call it John. <laughs> and my last name, Tran, is actually very, it's, pronounced pretty similarly to john so that's where it came from that is well put and yeah tran and john john can be anything tran is like could be anything in <laughs> vietnam i feel like yeah yeah it's it is everything we're a dynasty dynasty we Han <laughs> dynasty the tran the john dynasty the john dynasty <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, Queen of Johns. Queen of Johns. I've actually been, I mean, speaking along to like side hustles, I haven't really told this much to any people because it's, it's very, very new, but I started mixing music and DJing a little bit in my room. And I've been thinking about what my DJ name could be and whether it should be Eileen John or whether it should be something else. But I still haven't come up with a name. If you have any suggestions or please drop it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. But 
Um, I was also thinking um, Shailene, like just playing off of my first name, or Kryline, or Dylene, or Hylene. <laughs> Shailene sounds great. Yeah, I, I've been really, I've been really trying to keep in tune with with how being shy is, is a very, can be a very beautiful thing, or just being introverted can be a very beautiful thing. And it can. Yeah, I had a lot of years where I was like trying to be just like extroverted or just put more energy in my life that I that I wanted to. But man, I got to protect my energy at all costs, at all costs. And I've really been basking into I think people should should be shy more more often. I. I am shy outside of this podcast i am a very private person but once you get me talking the podcast side of me comes out Mm. and i need someone to tell me to shut the fuck up yeah i was gonna say like i mean this is the first for me where i'm invited on a podcast and i think this year this is also a tangent too but like as somebody who is kind of kept to herself and pretty private I've been trying to say yes to more things and being a yes girl. (laughs) Or I think last year I was like, I'll be a maybe I'll sleep about I'll sleep on it kind of girl. But I think I think this year I really learned that community, community building, collaboration, especially as a creative is like I think it's 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 just the nature of being an artist. Like You have to collaborate. You have to talk about your work. And you have to f- see the value in your work and be able to to talk about it and share it with other people. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's even though it's hard, you know, it's hard. It Always want to be a private person. You want to be that shy girl at the party. You want to be the one in the corner being like, I'm, let me I'm still that lead. one in the corner. I literally, I was just at the club yesterday, man. I was having so much anxiety in it. But it's just like also showing up to mm-hmm. things is like, 90% of the work and I think I was there to support support the people support the music and yeah I was still I was still in the corner though it's soon to DJ soon soon to DJ soon to drop a beat soon to oh. soon to drop a banger I can't even think about what what that would look like I literally just been like mixing in my room or like sometimes my friends would have little intimate listening parties and we would all just take turns that's fun but other than that it's really it's really just a side thing yeah hop on the decks (laughs) yeah (laughs) truly and i'm grateful to be around an environment that really encourages like growth and like starting somewhere new and just having fun with it because i i personally don't see myself being like on a like in it out of venue or anything right. i really i really value doing it with my friends and learning from them and using their equipment <laughs> what club were you at were you at the dolphin i wish i was at the dolphin i was as a the worst nightclub in philly uh noto <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you know noto but <laughs> i'm familiar um i've just had a lot of friends who work there and um Alesso was playing, which is just some like you're kidding, old school, yeah, EDM. Wow, you're an EDM head. I didn't. No, I no, didn't no. Expect <laughs> I didn't expect I, that. 
She said Alessa. I, I'm oh. I'm a retired ABG. I swear. Retired <laughs> ABG. I'm retired. I I was there. I felt not in my element, but like mm. he was playing some throwbacks. Right. And that's all I was there for. There was really the crowd was not great at all. And again, like No, of course not. <laughs> Are you kidding but, me? But it was it was so it was so fun just to hear some throwbacks, just to say hi. It's and... funny that you said Alesso. I love listening to like Swedish house mafia like in the gym. Like that <laughs> like no one knows that about me. I'm like, yeah, let's go. In the gym. Let's go. Yeah, like oh my god. It pumps just a, me up. A festival at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Ultra music festival at the gym. Before I got to the club, my driver was playing like Tomorrowland sets. And I was like, this is nice. This is a nice little pregame here. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that, like, you had an Uber driver that was just, like, in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm surprised, too. Usually they're, usually this is, yeah, not Tomorrowland. Sometimes it's Ice Spice or, like, anything on the radio. But, um, yeah, it was, I don't know if he knew we were going to Noto. Maybe he did. He was dropping us off, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, Noto, I got a set for you. This is my DJ set at Tomorrowland. Let's go. I'm just on. I'm just in the Uber right now, just for a minute. But like, I'm just saying that. Like, here's my set from Tomorrowland. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather stay in the Uber to be honest. <laughs> Listen to his set. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Alessa, so, so yes. EDM days, but now you're like into techno. Yes, yes, and like house music more so, but and like classic. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I don't even, when it comes to even, like, with the music that I play, like, mm -hmm. I don't want it to be everything that I listen to, and I haven't no. even found what kind of genre, I'm so bad at at describing genres, or, uh, like, like just describing music in general, it's but, hard. yeah, there's so many, I think Spotify says I listen to it's like some very obscure genre that i've never heard of before yeah because spotify makes up so many genres with their playlist it's like it's like their copywriter was just like all right what's up in tune like with uh, <laughs> trends right now and boom it's like this new genre that's like on a playlist yeah and you're like oh okay well, good for i mean i think i think it's kind of cool that we're kind of like because I feel like sometimes people just know music as like right. the bigger terms, but mm -hmm. it's nice that there's there's nice that there's like very specific genres to describe music now. Right. But I can't keep up with all. <laughs> no, you can't keep up with it. But I do like with my music. I have a band called Smog Cutter. I call it like like it's like genre bending at times mm -hmm. and. That's what I, I say, and it's like anti-folk. With the name sounding weird, like cutting edge, but it's just like really like nice Leonard Cohen type songs. I don't know. Sometimes I kind of want to like switch it up, be a techno DJ with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I feel like music should be kind of fluid in a way. Right? I didn't know you had a band. That's really cool. You know, that's another thing I keep under wraps. It's my band and the podcast. Those are the two that I try to keep under wraps. Did you say you're also a DJ? Or... I, I I used to DJ in Philly, but I don't DJ anymore. But I'm trying to pick it up. I'm trying to pick it up. I'm not like, I'm not 
I'm the type that's like, oh, everybody's a DJ type B. I know, I know, because so, you can always you can just press that sync button, and everyone's like, damn, bro. bro. And I was like, I know, I know, I know, I know. You just, it's all you gotta listen. You gotta like, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of skill that that's involved with me. It's a lot of skill. I feel like it's like a video game half the time. Yeah, you have to be good at rhythm and <laughs> tempo. This is the rhythm of the night. Uh, night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can see I can see you playing some clubs. Definitely in Philly. I mean, also, there's just like a lack of great clubs in Philly. I'm gonna be mm. I think that's what we need first. And then Ooh, hot take. Because <laughs> I think I mean there was a lot of there was a lot of great venues back in the days or like before the pandemic or like right. 2016 or it yeah and then a lot of them have closed or like the the i don't know like the management is, is different or like something but i feel like yeah we're not there yet in no. in the club scene in philly i think there's a lot of potential or you know we can go back i i think Philly had an amazing music scene starting like well in like 2016-15 to 2018 and then I think since the pandemic started it's been going downhill but <laughs> and it, but I think I mean on the flip side I I think this year is going to be really important for like creatives and DJs cuz I've been seeing a lot of like up and coming artists or like new faces who are like just so talented and yeah, I can feel like I, I, I feel like that. this summer, the summer is gonna be good. It's gonna pop. It's gonna pop for sure. Everyone's outside, and we are outside. Yeah. Man, this week was really beautiful too. I will have to say that. Like, I usually stay in my house for like twelve hours a day, working Goth from girl? home. Uh huh. <laughs> and I think I went outside for a second. I was like, "Damn, my serotonin's replenished from." That. Repl- just... We need that. Yeah, but it's 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 been beautiful. I'm really I'm really ready for spring and summer. I love that. Like you're a designer, and you know you you dab with tight faces, and mm-hmm. you know you you got it all like written out. And like a lot of friends have collaborated with you from like Silo to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. our clients over at Atmos and friend and guest of the show, Ian Shriver for Iota Editions. It's funny that like typefaces and like designers, somehow there's like, they have like this thing in the back of their brains that like they love techno. <laughs> I think, well, yeah, I think there's a correlation there. It's, I think... I don't know, just I love being experimental with my design, being experimental with typefaces specifically. And I feel like with with techno music, it's very experimental or it can mm-hmm. exist in many different, many different sounds and forms. And I feel like my work has also been pretty like eclectic or mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like something pretty re- refreshing or like new. And I think music should be the same way. I think there's a lot of, there should be a lot of energy in the music and a lot of energy in the typeface. I agree. I agree. 
that makes perfect sense. I a lot of energy in the typefaces, a lot of energy in the design. Yeah, when that shit pops off. I mean, all the posters that you put out, they pop. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it's important, especially well, I started in graphic design because I was I was making flyers for people like Brady or just like my, my musician friends. And right. you have to make a poster that is going to be attractive to the eye and also give a really good sense of what the music is going to be or like, you know, what the vibes are. And so I think that's where I started. That's where it kind of all began for me. And I was like, I, I back then, I didn't even know it was called graphic design. What did you think it was? I don't know. I I thought it was. I just thought I just knew it as art. I at that when I when I first started designing, it was like actually when I was in pharmacy school, and I didn't know what graphic design was or like digital design was. Like I knew that it was a thing, but I didn't know that the category it was in until I went to study art in school, and I dropped out of pharmacy school, and I was like. Yeah, I can get with this is exactly pharmacy school. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Did the the drugs. Did Did the the drugs. drugs. You're like, I gotta get out of the drugs. (laughs) I I still practice. Oh, oh, she still partakes. What's your uh cocktail looking like? (laughs) We we ask all our guests that. Um lately it's been I've been partaking in that's good. Um, it's good for the mental. I think it's, yeah, I think it's healthy. I actually don't feel like shit after I take it. I feel very no. refreshed and it's pretty good for creative flow. Um, I agree. I mean, they're doing trials. Yeah, yeah. On on Molly. I'm sure they're going to, de- oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. MDMA. MDMA. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> MDMA. Sorry for all the science folks out there. Also, I think something that I've I've been doing that's been wor- doing wonders for me is shrooms, mm-hmm. and I started microdosing shrooms for like half a year now, and it's it's done better than antidepressants have helped me. It's done better than totally. what alcohol has done for me. It's of just course. like made me more myself, like my best self, honestly. Like skin's glowing. I can see it through the <laughs> screen. <laughs> That's sweat and that's sweat from dancing last night. But I'll leave it at that. There's more drugs that I do. But oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. But the the two that's like, you know, the mainstream of being tested as like good for the mental health, and same with ketamine. You know, yes. and I just think that like recre- recreationally oh, these drugs, it's just like, it's fine. You're not hurting anyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm also, I think it's really important that you have to be very responsible. <laughs> I agree. Taking drugs. Like, I get, as a former pre-pharmacy student, I, like, test all my drugs. I make sure I have Narcan with me. That's good. I, yeah, I literally test the drug every single time to make sure I know what's inside of it. And sometimes it isn't pure, but I know it isn't fentanyl you know yeah exactly we need we need more narcan narcan like mm-hmm. awareness yes yes we do Especially if you don't know what narcan is narcan can reverse an op uh the overdose drug overdose um 
I think I heard that, you know, when somebody has an overdose, you should call 911. And apparently, like, there is a law in place where they can't arrest you because of the drugs that you have. But yeah, partake responsibly and bring Narcan. I love that. And this is, um, this is a, sp we're, we're just two amazing spokespeople about this, about this. What, what do uh, politicians say at the end of their commercial? What do they say? What do they say? It's like, this, this is, is a public it. service announcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a public service announcement sponsored by Wear Many Hats. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't partake anymore, um, but I was like, I was an EDM head in my like teenage years. I used to go to, like Electric Zoo. I was okay. like, I was like a whole, it was like a whole thing. I was like a Warped Tour kid and then an EDM <laughs> head. And what does that say about me? You know, like, what does that say? But I, I did. So I was like, I don't do anything anymore. I don't, I don't drink. Um, or partake, but I do miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I do have mm. dreams about it. It's kind of weird. Dreams. Yeah, I have. I have like. Yeah, I do miss the club. I do. I go. I don't. I go to clubs, but I'm just. Um, I'm different. I'm different mm. now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Clubs hit yeah. different. I honestly, I'm doing all of these things, or just trying to do my final rounds of going mm -hmm. out because me and all my friends are kind of like, we want to retire. Um, I'm going to Coachella next week and I'm like, I just want to go to say I went and, and that's it. I'm also going to EDC in May, which I'm not proud to say, but no, I, I hear EDC is like <laughs> phenomenal. My brother went he had oh, a great really? time, and he's not an EDM head. Oh, you're Oh really? Yeah, he's not an EDM head, but he like loves he loves like the community, I guess. Yeah, I think I think the the energy and like just being there and I think festivals are always like something that is just like a very unique experience. And right. Especially if it's somewhere somewhere not in like where you live, it just feels like you're being transported to a different dimension. <laughs> and music is always good and yeah i again I'm, i i think this, this is my first time going to edc las vegas i think when edc was in new york like one year look at you a plur girl oh my god plur, peace plur. love unity respect <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had my candy on me man i had one last night oh, really you are a player girl we love no i swear i just had one i just had one just to just to reminisce and then you found a glow stick in your butthole you're like wait what <laughs> have them last night i forgot i put that there <laughs> saving it for later that's how people sneak drugs nowadays to me. oh yeah i know i mean anyway. do i um <laughs> i just sold my coachella tickets actually oh no you yeah, were gonna yeah, yeah. go i I was gonna go, but I I'm going to Paris. Um, like oh, that's better, days. man. So, that's better. You know, I'm I, I've I've had Coachella tickets a long time for previous years. I just festivals like hit different now. Mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they really just don't hit the same way. Yeah, um, yeah. And. I don't know. Uh, I I bet I have a great time in Coachella, but honestly, to see like all 
just I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not plur. So like <laughs> I'm more like purr. I'm like a, like I'm like a cat. Like I'll just be like chilling in the corner and like purr. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my next era. I'll join you after I'm done with my plur era. And, right. And then Right. I do wish I um like I could like I I don't know. I it's it's just so interesting. Like I bet it's you're gonna have such a great time. And like what at EDC, oh my god, like <laughs> I've yo, I'm still a stan, I'm not gonna lie. I still like I can I can handle it, but like the dubstep stuff I don't think I can handle Ooh, it yeah it's too aggressive I'm not a dubstep person I, I you know yeah. can't I, I won't I won't knock it my my friend who I'm going with she's more of a dubstep person so I think that's another thing too I think I honestly have not mentally prepared for Coachella and I think there has there has to be some mental preparation to right. go to go into it and also like April is a pretty busy month I feel like I haven't been as present as I want to be, I'm just like constantly doing things. Right. And I just hope by next week <laughs> I'll be like ready. I don't even know what I'm going to wear. I just know who I'm going to be there with. But I mean, that's another thing too, coordinating with somebody or p a group of people that, that you feel comfortable with and make being at a festival, like you could easily lose people in that, like your headspace is all you really can. that. So it's a lot. I don't, I'm a I'm gonna be in my per era, per era after because I really want to be there so bad. <laughs> but can you drive? Yes. How short? How tall are you? I'm five three. You're five three. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Cool. Like you Why? can get around. You can get around. Like you can get around in the car. You can get around like at a concert. Yeah, I'm a very I'm I'm a I pretty I'm pretty self sustaining in terms of in terms of moving mm -hmm. like i think yeah, you i mean move i fast. you move fast she moves I move fast. fast exactly that's what i meant to say I move <laughs> fast. but i'm always making moves man i i'm always making moves i'm always making moves i'm really happy that um i've been saying yes to more things and and showing up and supporting my friends and their endeavors and Having opportunities like this is also really important too. And I'm really happy that you invited me on. <laughs> oh, of course. Are you, when you support your friends, are they also like doing the same thing or like, are they like me? I have a lot of friends that are in the creative spaces, creative spaces. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like that is so overplayed, but I don't have, I wish I had a finance bro friend. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I do when I do attend parties, I make friends with so many finance bros. Like they're like, we're like, it's kind of insane. They like they love talking to me and like, but they're like in the same because we're at the same party and we know the same person. It didn't really, it doesn't really matter because like if you know the host, that means you must be good peoples too, right? Mm. And so like the one like finance bro I, I met recently. He's like he's like tatted up, but he doesn't like have his hands tatted because he's like I work in the finance space, so like, mm. I can't like see your hands. And I'm just like, damn, bro, we gotta hang out outside. And also, if you want to be my angel investor, let me know. Um, but other than that, I'm just saying that it's like, like I I wish I had more friends that were like outside of the creative space, so I could just like mm. 
talk shit about the creative space sometimes. Oh yeah. I think it's yes. I I mean, because I have a science background, actually like most of my friends or actually no, I'm not gonna say most, like at least half of my friends are like doctors or like they're therapists or they're scientists or like cancer researchers, like physical therapy, like any science background you can think of, like they know how to have fun. Like you, you, <laughs> you'd be surprised. And I like being around them because they don't constantly talk about, I don't know, graphic design or I don't know. I think it's good to have friends who have different perspectives and right. being around that. And also, I mean, yeah, like they know what I do, but they don't know all the nitty gritty. And I kind of like want to keep that back because I'm like thick talking about myself or like what work I'm working on or right. something like that. But I'm always so interested because one of my best friends is does like lab research and he tells me about like the mice that he like researches on. And I'm just like, that's so exciting. And that's nothing a, a graphic designer would ever do. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, the the mice are like testing our drugs right now. Yeah, the MDMA. The MDMA, the ketamine. <laughs> Let's go. No, definitely ketamine. They're always talking about how ketamine is used as as drug therapy. And I'm like, test right? me. Use me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the fucking rat for free. <laughs> Hell yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sign me up, right? Sign, Sign me, me up. up. Yeah. Sign me up, fam. Like, get me in the lab. <laughs> I'll sign up. Like, I'll do it for free. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, you're about to like tweet or um, you're about to like story ring like cooking in the lab. But what that really means is like you're just like actually cooking meth <laughs> in the lab. <laughs> That's something I will never do. <laughs> but I, yeah, I really admire my friends doing their own thing and. Mm -hmm. I think there's actually like something that I realized with all of them is they're they're, they're all a little bit creative. Mm -hmm. So they always like whenever I'm like, hey, I'm having this show or having this like, I'm there's gonna be this launch party that I'm a part of. They're like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, because they're usually, I don't know, not in those <laughs> environments. And I'm like, I want to, I don't know, I I like being in, bringing different people in the mix. Right. I I think that. You know, there was like a time, it's probably still going on, that people would say, like, I'm a creative accountant. I'm like, yeah, you're creative with numbers. How do I get more numbers? How do I get more M's in my M's in my bank account? I think that's something I need to do more of is make more tech friends because right. I feel like they have a lot of value. Actually, like at Noto, I'm pretty sure half the dudes there were tech bros or finance. Oh, totally. <laughs> Totally. But I don't know. Sometimes I can't, I can't, I can't deal with things at the club. No. It needs to be another setting. It needs to be another setting. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you made like flyers for the club, like for Noto? Like, I just feel like your, your flyers are, you know, <laughs> don't, you don't need to be on anything. To no. Look at the flyers. No. First of all, Noto flyers, not great. I there was Terrible. actually I don't know if I even tell, told anybody but I I think I was like looking for an internship and at the time my ex worked at Noto mm -hmm. and 
<clears throat> he was like, hey, we're looking for a graphic designer if you want to work at Noto. And I think at the time I was like, oh my God, that might be so cool working right. now, making flyers for like Steve Aoki or, or Dylan Francis or some shit. And Damn, you really like, throwing them out there. Some Aoki, <laughs> Dylan Francis. Yeah, plur, go off. <laughs> Dylan Francis is actually playing tonight, which I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But, um, <laughs> oh my God, side tangent. Last time, like last, I forget when it was, but it was like, I think this year or last year, I went to the CV show at Noto and I got caked. <laughs> and you did? Was, I did. I was right next to him. And yeah, he just caked me. <laughs> like full blown. The whole, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It was my dream come true. And I think that was like the sign that I I was like, I think I'm a re- I'm ready to retire. <laughs> you got I'd, kicked. Damn. Yeah. Plur. Plur, exactly. Wait, did did it knock you out? Was it hard? It was like, no, it, it was pretty soft. It uh-huh. looked like the ice cream cakes. Like it had blue icing. That shit like stained my clothes for life. No but shit. But it was a really soft cake. And... Um, yeah, I couldn't complain. Soft yeah, I bet. <laughs> Stevie Yoki, wow, throwback for me. He's still going hard. I don't know why he hasn't retired yet. Him, like... His sister, like everyone. I, yeah, his sister. I feel like they could have retired way long ago with, with the... What is it? Their father was the founder of Benihana or something? <laughs> 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 but like, they could have... They're, they're well off. I don't know I why. Just, I don't know either, but I just feel like Stevie Oki doesn't have like a like a legendary brand with mm. himself. I think it's just like Stevie Oki is the brand, but like everything else is just like I don't want to say like a fail, but like doesn't like does Dimac right doesn't mm-hmm. is not like a household name, and it doesn't really do anything. Same with like you know Diplo and like Mad Decent. Like Mad Decent isn't like a household name either, but it it's like it it can't branch out to like other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen many cool projects coming out of like Dimac or from CVOZ lately. It's it's only I've only ever seen him like DJing, and it's like the same music. And same music. I don't know if he's really evolved. Good. I, I you know, I love Sivioki, Plur, but he, he, I think his branding has been pretty consistent or just like, you know. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder when people get older, do they just start to like fall off by like, they're doing so much, but the thing is like, they're not investing their time into quality mm. or, or, or like a, a single product. I, I don't know. I just don't think that people are going to carry Dim Mac and clearly with Mad Decent, that is not even mm-hmm. going to do due diligence. Like the only person I know that it can be an ongoing party for ever is making time. Wow. I'm glad you know about making time. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm good friends with Dave P. We we go way back. Um, that was like my first like that's like one of my first like club stuff like i saw a lot of amazing Mm. djs and artists through making time and i think making time is like legendary and we're not like should be bigger than it is i agree dave p is the shit he's been in the game for so long and 
I yeah, making diamonds has been really, really consistent with like creating really cool projects and like experiences, like the transcendental experience. Um, the day feels really like I feel like making time events was also like my gateway, like party back in the days that really was like this is really cool. Also, the flyers are freaking amazing. So good. Promotion was also really good. Like, I really miss going out to like making time events every month. Same, me too. I miss making time. Mm -hmm. I'm as in like. I miss going to their shows and I I miss making time with my Philly people. Like they're so good. Come down, man. Come down. Philly's where it's at. It will always be where it's at. I just think that, yeah, like longevity of stuff. It just like is it's like I don't I don't want to call it trends, but like so, you know, you did all the po you the posters that you do for Instagram. And mm -hmm. for work, it, you know, I, that was like a big thing, you know, during mm -hmm. lockdown. Yes. Yeah. It was like yes. everyone and their mothers were doing it. Like everyone yeah. was doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trained graphic designer or not. It was yeah. like the new, um, I know meme is like supposed to geared towards funny, but it was like the new meme for like. Yeah. We call them infographics. And I often like, I know. I freaking hate that word. And right. that, you know, social it media it down. education is, I mean, it shouldn't even be a thing. But I think, I think it could be a powerful tool, but I think it just is so nuanced. Like all the things that we want to talk about on social media, like it, you really can't. No. You really can't do it on social media. You can try, but I think it's a starting point, if anything. And, it should not be where you consume most of your resources. Right? Because you don't sometimes, like, know. I mean, it was bad, honestly, in, mm -hmm. like, lockdown. But um, you kind of mm -hmm. don't know the truth behind it. You know, sometimes it's, like, it's, like, all you see is, like, it's, like, smoke and mirrors sometimes. Mm -hmm. You don't, like, know the, it's, like, if you only know the person that, like, the post it or whatever and designed it, you will you will believe them because mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. have trust in them. But mm -hmm. for some others that you don't know, yeah, like can you believe this? Yeah, I think like I've been thinking a lot about storytelling and um, how storytelling can be a very powerful tool, but it can be used as a tool to spread in misinformation, whether we know it or not. Right. And I think that's really important. Sometimes you don't know because no. there's so many things that are circulating so fast that you're like, okay, I've seen this, I consumed it, and I know it to be the truth. Right. Until it gets debunked like a day later and you're like, okay, like forget what I said, but now this is now this is the message. And it's that's why it's just it's like you you have to do your own research and do do your own like you have to gain knowledge yourself and and more like more sources that are reliable or like more holistic learning that's not mostly on instagram totally <laughs> yeah it can't you can't get everything from mostly instagram but the thing it's it's weird now people are saying like oh social media is dying or like instagram like who goes on instagram anymore or like dude 
if it wasn't for social media, I don't think we would do any of our pro- projects. Yeah. Half the time. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> as weird as it sounds to say, like, look, yeah. I I had a conversation with friends and guests of the show, Ethel Moore. She's like, Instagram is dying. And I'm like, you can say that Instagram is dying. I don't think Instagram is dying. If if someone like, someone big, like a billionaire bought it out and turned it for the worst. Yeah, maybe like if changed up everything else. I mean, mm-hmm. it did like, you know, meta with mark but like yeah still it's still not like it's bad but it's not like a sinking ship like Mm -hmm. that's how people like hear about the podcast it's either through like social media or word of mouth it's like the only way but if it were to do word of mouth i would have to go so i would can i still say gong-ho i would have to go like (laughs) Kung-ho. Well, on like advertising outside yeah just, like, postering up everything and like getting billboards and stuff just to get you guys to know the podcast mm-hmm. i will say like word of mouth is like one of the best ways to promote yourself and it i don't think it can be replaceable but <clears throat> i do i i also think like i really yeah I don't want Instagram to die. I'm sick of TikTok. I I don't want to I don't want to be a part of that world. But I don't know. I also think social media is what you make it and a lot of people do follow trends or like do something because it's trending on Instagram or TikTok, but right. you you can really drive the dominant narrative if you just post what you want and right. authentic content that is what you want or what you think the world needs. Because we often like, we often really shame social media, but if you think, if you, I don't know, it's what you, it's what you make of it. And you you shouldn't think, you should think about yourself more than what you want, what you think your audience wants, to be honest. I agree. I agree. Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Jasara Where Many High Solutions. Talked about posters and infographics i would just like love to collaborate with you on an infographic or an island trend mix if of course you're, like in doing mixes yeah that'd be amazing um yes. for the show and i don't know maybe we'll do like a collaborative poster one day and we'll we paste we we paste all over philly with I'll all be- like our friends and guests of the show yeah for the podcast so i would love to blow that sh- sh- oh hell yeah uh, i am 1000 percent down for that we love that. Eileen, if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? I think something dumb I would put is do not resuscitate. Oh, that's so good. Um, other than that, I think I think I want I do want more words on my body because I feel like Really? I've been getting a lot more abstract shit on my body. I've seen that back tattoo is fire. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think, yeah, tattoos are very liberating for me. I think I've always had body insecurity and, like, dysmorphia, but tattoos have really liberated me. I I got this Vietnam tattoo by my friend Rachel in Philly, and I think it, it's always a reminder of, like, who I am and where I came from. <clears throat> and um, I've been thinking about a lot of words I, I'm in this like weekly reading group with like my brother and a few friends and we do a lot of like 
we do a lot of reading on like very revolutionary leaders from like the civil rights movement and just like black liberation movements. And there's just so many inspirational sayings and quotes that really are inspiring and how I can, how I see my work today, even though, you know, those, those readings or works are from like the mid, mid 1900s. And I think a word that has really spoke to me lately is the word solidarity is our society is so divisive social media is is pretty divisive working in social media is just like a headache and we often forget that i don't know we're more connected with each other than we are like we're like biologically too like like i've been see i mean i usually i when i step out of my house i'm like i see everybody as my family i see everybody as my neighbor and we have to take care of one another we have to look out for yeah. each other. And I think not a lot of people are thinking like that. Like people are scared anyway. of their neighbors. People are scared to ask their neighbor for, I don't know, for an, for an errand or something. But I think the more we tap into like creating that kind of bond where you can depend on somebody or what, when you exhibit yourself as somebody who others can depend on, I don't know. I think it's pretty revolutionary. It really is. It really is. I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Power to the people. Power to the people, truly. Blur. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, love, unity, respect (laughs) to the people. (laughs) Plug your socials. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Eileen John. That's J-A-W-N for John. You can find me on my website, EileenTran.Graphics. You can send me an email. Um, my Spotify playlist is on my website. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that Spotify playlist, it hits. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We have to make a mix together. <laughs> we, d- we definitely do. We definitely do. Uh, put it up on SoundCloud. Get that going. Yes. I love that. Yo, that'd be amazing. It would probably, I don't know, would it be a first mix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> put it out with this episode. I love that. Thank you so much, Eileen, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you for having me. Like this, it's, I'm blessed to be in your presence and to talk about design and plur. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Until next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.